0: Fun. This doesn't happen a lot, so I'm actually very excited, especially especially for a Tuesday. This never happens on a Tuesday. This is normally a Sunday thing. Nonetheless, I am Ron loose Joined tonight by Cody Delmendo, Juice, and Joe Mayers. Gentlemen,
1: what's going on? How are we? How are we doing? Nothing, man. Just hanging out, watching the Cubs. I don't know what team this is anymore, but uh are they uh are they just trying to put a bunch of country acts out there? They got Darius Rucker on the mound, Cole Swindell's playing first tonight. I don't know, man. Like, pretty soon the the Cubs are going to sign Garth Brooks to play left field. I don't know what's going on, man. It's the, but it's entertaining ish, I guess. I don't know. I
2: yeah. Keep those shades on.
1: The uh, yeah, right. The hey, anytime,
2: anytime you're thinking about going to a Cubs game, let's stay home, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, right. I'm, I'm <laughs> <That's> for. <laughs> it's cheaper to just watch it on TV, but who knows with uh, Marquino? You know, what I mean, <laughs> that, that's a- at least one beer. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, they traded everybody, and now they're losing in a free fall, which is, I guess, good. You know, it's it's like the NBA version of tanking. Trust the process, but yeah, we'll talk about a bunch of stuff tonight. That we will, gentlemen. What's up? What's going on, Cody? What you up uh, to in your
0: new place? What's your new new
3: backdrop? Guys, it's like uh, I've been thinking about the last couple of days. It's like uh, you know how everyone's calling the old cores like a, the end of an era. Well, for like six years, so I graduated college in 2015. Um, you know, that <laughs> final semester I was at Easter, and I, I was like thinking about like where I wanted to live and, and shit one day. E-R-U? And like Chicago was, was that place, and it took me six years to get here and of course it was at the beginning of the old core and then i finally get here and the the core that i fell in love with is now gone so uh the end of an era but also a new era i guess you could say um yeah i don't know holy got, shit there's a lot to a talk very about very depressing but. turn i hope yeah, you know yeah thanks, man i was that took to a very depressing concert time. team. dude i've just been so <laughs> i've been so mad reading my twitter timeline dude it's been yeah. so freaking agonizing. You gotta get off that shit, man. It. Well, the thing is, just... is I've been following the NBA stuff, uh, I've been following the Bulls moves. But, do you need
1: I've to go and just like
3: the stuff? Do we want to have having...
1: Do you need to mute all the Cubs stuff? Anything? You know, you could mute I keywords. I think I
3: need to mute like anything that has to do with Ricketts. <laughs> man, mute Cubbies on tap. That's all or... they tweet about. <laughs> I I You're almost tweeted the other day. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna mute all 806 of you. That would have been all the people I follow on Twitter, which wouldn't have been nice because that would include you guys. But you get the point. Like, I just like – I get I, – I don't know. It's only lately. And it, the reason is is I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I'm still I'm still upset. Like I said on – I tweeted Sunday. like, all right, we're, we're moving forward. Fuck, on 11.38 p.m. Saturday night, my sober-ass freaking wrote an article about Cody Hoyer's first appearance with the Cubs. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on with me? But – uh, yeah, yeah it, it, to me, when I wrote it, I was like, all right, this is like a little part of me like moving forward, you know, and uh, then on Sunday, you know, Bryant hit the homer and and then we get all the radio stuff this week and it just it, it just feels like Thursday and Friday all over again. Honestly, it's yeah, I, I need. What I honestly need, I need the stuff to kind of die down, but I just feel like it isn't gonna die down. No, and it's definitely not gonna die down this weekend when the White Sox come to town or come across town. Like it's just pain, more pain, and just, just it's it's inevitable. It's gonna stick around. It sucks. I, I it, it's it's hard for me to even care what's going on with with like any of the quote unquote like guys that you know they're getting a look at and seeing who they want to keep around for next year it's just i appreciate you you're trying to uh, you know be optimistic juice and, and like just try to have fun with this but I, it's hard for me right now man
1: can we mute him uh <laughs> no just kidding buddy. <laughs> no i'm, I'm just that i'm I literally here to bitch I'm
3: literally here to bitch about all this shit that happened on radio like that's why yeah. i said in slack i was like People care more about what what's been going on on ESPN One Thousand this week with Rizzo and Jed Hoyer than this game right now.
1: Thanks. So, well, yeah, I mean that's that's gonna be a given. I want Joe to take a little time here. Joe didn't even get to say hi. Hi, Joe. Yes. Hey, <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> um, along, I mean, I haven't really just like Cody haven't really had much of a uh, like a want to uh, check in on uh, daily Cubs. Uh, obviously, I still do it because it's, it's it's a horrible existence at this moment. But you know, paying, you know, right? Uh, I haven't I, I haven't watched a game one through nine since it happened. It's going. I, I it, it just like you get there, and you are like, "Fuck, man!" And then you see Rizzo hit a home run, you are like, "Wow, that's fucking awesome for him." Then you are like, "Fuck, that sucks, man!" And then Hobby does it the next day. -hmm. And then Chris Bryant does it the next day. But what do you like? What do what are we supposed to think? Like you're happy
1: because those are our guys wherever they are. I think maybe I'm just that big of a psychopath. Like I I really much enjoy I don't know. I, I really much enjoy building something from the ground up. So I find myself a little bit more excited than the average Cub fan because I think we're gonna learn who Jed Hoyer is. We <laughs> literally don't know who he is at all. I mean, Theo always had the last say, and he's lived like underneath this rock. So I actually went back after all these trades went down. It's like I wonder what Jed Hoyer did in San Diego when he wasn't with Theo Epstein. And I mean, there's it's a mixed bag. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, he traded uh, Corey Kluber for Ryan Ludwig. And there's a lot of that, but then there's also a lot of good. Like So I, I started looking at it that way just because, I don't know, I'm not interested in the team for the rest of the year. I'm sure a lot of us can stay in that same boat. But the comments, yeah, they. it seems like both parties, players and, and the, the Cubs are going to try to jockey for the rest of the year on whose fault it was. But both are equally – at fault in some way, I think. I mean, the Cubs kind of, they probably lowballed the hell out of all the players, which, yeah, boohoo to Ricketts on that. But also, I mean, they, they had three years, four years in a row there that they failed. So it's also, I could see the, the swing part of it, like, yeah, I'd love to have these guys back, but don't want it at X amount of dollars because then we're just complacent and doing the same shit we were doing over and over mm-hmm. Which, like, I get, and it sucks, because, like, yeah, team winning a World Series, and it's... But with that said, man, like, I'm really interested to see who Jed Hoyer is. I want to see how he builds this thing. And all indications say that he wants to build through contact hitters, and we'll see what lies on the pitching, because mm-hmm. a lot of these guys are still Theo. So, I mean, in the short term, yeah, this is going to suck, but the psychopath in me loves to think about you know maybe 3 years down the line or 4 years down the line like what this even looks like and what can they do now to shorten that time limit between being bad and getting good again so that's why i i'm not understanding all all, all those people
2: that are all right here come you know get ready for the next 108 years the lovable losers are back that's just not what's happening you know the cubs are whether you like it or not, the Cubs are going to go out and and try their fucking hardest. They're going to spend the money necessary. They might not spend it in one big spot, but they're going to spend it. You know, they're going to spend it trying to compete. They may end up only being the Cardinals, you know, like, Oh, Hey, are the Cardinals going to play for first, first place this year? Maybe the card's going to make the playoffs. Maybe, you know, they're going to be one They That's that might be all they become, but they're going to try. I mean, they're going to go for it. They're not, they're not, especially in baseball, there's no fucking tanking in baseball only to a certain extent because you're, you're, you're going for draft picks, but then who the fuck knows when you're with those draft picks. I mean, you see Kamar rocker just didn't get signed. Uh, what's, who's the guy that got drafted uh, uh, ahead of Bryant, um, a pelt Apel. Mark Apel. Mark yeah. Like it's just Houston Astros legend. Yeah. It's not, it's just not the same. So, it, it's just not going to be like, I mean, they're going to go out. They're going to have to, I mean, there might, it might be an international free agency. It might be in regular free agency. They're like, they're going to have, they're just going to, they're going to do what it takes to be competitive. You know, we might not ever reach that peak, but it's not going to be fucking 20 year playoff droughts.
1: And don't you think in broad strokes, they have too many resources to fail. I mean, if they realistically, they are a huge market. With a huge draw of Wrigley Field, and as much as we want to, you know, badmouth Ricketts, they they do. I mean, go look at his his wealth. I mean, there is money to spend. I it's just a matter of how they spend it from here on out. That's why I'm like, is Jed Hoyer good? It's a question I want to ask everybody. Mm -hmm. Is was Jed just the guy sitting behind Theo, and you know, obviously making his you know suggestions? Or is Jed Hoyer like a baseball genius or a great baseball mind? Something to mm-hmm. ask because there's not a long sample size of him being in charge without Theo being right next to him. I, I just think there's a lot of a, a lot of things to be
2: a pre, not appreciated of because right now there's nothing to be appreciated of appreciative of. But you see that you know the Cubs they went out and made a fucking decision. I think there's no better example than the fucking Rockies that we're playing right now. They didn't trade anybody. What the hell are you doing? Uh-huh. They're paying True. Arenado's sal- uh, salary for him to play on another team. They didn't trade story. Who's going to leave most likely. And they didn't trade any of their somewhat decent pitching uh, pieces. But the fu- like in the diamondbacks, what the hell are the diamondbacks doing? You know, like True. like those teams yeah. are fucked for five to 10 years. Like they, nobody's going to want to go there. First off, they're not a big market. So that doesn't help in the first place. So that's why like, it makes it even worse. Like, yes, the Cubs have that big market to fall back on, but they're also positioning themselves and not depending on that. So the Cubs went out and they made a decision. They're like, this is, they could have hoped for like a giant, like like a giants, like resurgence three years from now, resign everybody, keep everybody around. Hope for that Giants resurgence that you get somebody like a Kevin Gosmer or something like that, and it just happens to work out. But that's
0: realistically, what the hell is that going to have? Like, yeah. As I say, I feel like everything the Giants are doing right now, though, is still kind of a product of like what Jed's trying to do, which was they had a fresh wave of talent roll through too. A lot of these guys that have played up this year that nobody's heard of is literally because nobody's heard of them because they mm-hmm. were in like triple a and double a and such. So I mean, and in, and even in their case though, I think it's a little different though. Cause they didn't really have like three superstars. It was really just like Buster Posey and a couple of guys, you know, and maybe Crawford. I could, I could argue mm-hmm. like, because of his glove, he's maybe, maybe gotten into that at least elite echelon. Mm-hmm. Where, but like, you think,
2: without like those resurgent years from the older guys, like they're not there right now. Yes. They have well, all no, those contributions all. Right. from the, from the newer guys, but Without Buster Posey, I mean Buster Posey was, was going to be the uh, starter for the All Star game.
0: Yeah, you know, I was like, to say he's he looks like Buster Posey of old. I right, mean, he looks like himself again. And I know nineteen he was pretty hurt, and then twenty twenty he didn't even play. So right. you know maybe that was just a product of like okay he was hurt for a year, but because of two years with no baseball, um, you know it is what it is. But nonetheless, I mean I agree. I, I think that's a really good way to to think about it because you know it, it is such a weird situation right now and cody going back to you know i know what you wanted to talk about and i think it's very necessary is the noise really right i i, I guess that's the one way i can simplify it into one word is like it's the noise right it's these radio interviews it's right now that marquee sports has freaking tom rickett sitting there on the couch with cole wright and they keep bouncing to him between pitches and shit like it's all a PR spin right now, right? Like this is just the Cubs trying to cover their ass because of the backlash. I mean, so many fans. And again, like like you know, Juice and Joe and and, and even Cody, you guys have all mentioned it to this point too, which is it's good, you know, it's like sure, they, they 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 there's fault on both sides. But when the Cubs are going on this like PR tour This feels so Blackhawks to me, and anybody that watches the Blackhawks heavily will know exactly what I'm talking about. When they were going for the rebuild, and they had, like, Stan go on every podcast in Chicago to, like, talk to people and do this big media tour, it kind of feels the same way right now with the Cubs, where they're, like, they're legitimately, like, begging people not to, like, think this is a four-year rebuild, because they can feel the pressure that, like, people aren't going to start showing up to games if they start to suck again. And... It's just, it's interesting. And I want to hear your guys' thoughts on it. Cause it is, it's a big, you know, kind of clusterfuck right now, if we're being entirely honest.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I was listening to ESPN 1000 today as they did that interview with Anthony Rizzo. But the point I'm about to make right now is they're talking about after they did, they were, they were, they're doing what they do cross talk. I think it was cap and J hood and then, uh, Carmen and, and uh, Yurko who come on after that, mm-hmm. I think, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but they were talking about like Wrigley, how Wrigley is going to be over the next couple years. And like one of them, I don't know who it was, but one of them mentioned it's going to be like White Sox North. And I don't know if I, whoever said it was a Sox guy, but like, <laughs> I'm just like, brother, I did not move three red line stops away for this entire neighborhood to be full of white and black. I did not work six years to find out to finally get here for that. Um, so yeah, I don't blame the Cubs for, Trying to cover their ass right now and try to convince people that they're going to spend because if they don't spend, they're going to get shit on at the Cubs convention in January. Unless they he's will
2: cancel his part. They'll
3: again. they'll, they'll, they'll can, Yeah, they'll cancel the Cubs convention or Ricketts will cancel his uh his uh you know his his uh, session as they as he used to do. And which his sessions, but the last one he did was whenever they announced Marquee, Marquee. and everyone has that uh, famous uh, meme or whatever of Ricketts just ch- shrugging his shoulders like Marquis, yeah, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I uh, – it would be, again, just like them not letting Brian or Rizzo bat last Friday or Thursday, whatever it was, like it would be a slap in the face to fans if they didn't try and put a competitive product out there. I'm not asking them to go out and spend, you know, uh, I don't know what the payroll will be. What is it, like 55000000 So million? Something I'm like not asking them to go out there and spend – the hundred and fifty million dollars this offseason. I'm just asking you to go out there and put some pieces out there. You know what I mean? Like go get some guys. Like I tweeted the other day, like, you know, because a lot of people are down on having Nick Madrigal and Nico Horner as like our m- middle infielders because they don't have power. Now, is there
2: somebody here wearing sunglasses that were that has that same take?
3: I if Juice does, I'm not sure. I if he I mean, I'm interested to talk what? about it because it's a popular topic right now, but um my th- my take on it is that the Cubs could play Nico Horner all over the field. Like they've already kind of done that this year. And then someone I was reading some tweet everyone's saying that they're both injury prone. That both guys haven't even played full major league seasons yet. Right. It's like people are already given up on it. And I'm like see this now it's getting back to like why I'm just in a shitty mood when it comes to the Cubs. But like they they have like like we've already kind of said, like they have some guys. They just got to go out there and, and compliment some of these guys. Obviously, they're going with the high contact. Now, if it's not going to be Brian or Rizzo or Baez, then go get someone else. Why not Corey Seager? Why can't he be the shortstop and then put Nico at second and put Nick Madrigal in left? Or if there's a DH next year, I guess maybe DH him because apparently he can't play defense according to people, even though he's never played a full Major League season. I I mean,
2: that's so White Sox in the same same vein where Magical gets traded and what's his name? uh, Steve Stone goes on ready. Well, you know, none of us really liked Magical in the first place. Like, fuck
3: you. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourself. I I I hope someone sends that clip to Nick Magical and he just like jordan and i took that personally like <laughs> meme type shit like yeah. like steve stone will stand every single player on that goddamn team tweets about him every fucking night and fucking mm-hmm. says all these things says all these guys are good players but then they make a trade with the cubs and suddenly nick magical is trash like get the fuck out man and it pains me a little bit because steve i grew up with steve stone man right him and uh chip Carey like i grew yeah. up with him He's just like, I it's probably more so because the Cubs, how he exited with the Cubs is that he and he's just an old bitter man about it still, which whatever. But like, that happens when I hang around Hawk Harrelson too long. I, I agree, <laughs> I completely agree. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm kind of swirling around all kinds of different avenues here, but yeah, no, I you know. Tomer gets on fucking marquee right now. Yeah, he should be on fucking marquee. He should be fucking answering all questions people have. He's going to send out that bullshit fucking press release of like five sentences announcing, you know how much he thanks those three guys that were here and that's it. And then he sends that season ticket holder, you know, letter to people explaining that this is how we're going to do things like fucking go, go like, go like go on radio, go on somewhere and, and, and and at least stick up for yourself because hiding behind, hiding behind the screen. is isn't going to help you.
2: That's what, that's why this whole radio thing with, with Jed, you better be fucking telling the truth. If you're going to go out there and say, we did everything we could to resign these guys. Cause you know, I mean, Rizzo the day after comes on and says, well, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's, that's uh, exactly what happened. Like, of course the fans are going to side with Rizzo regardless of what he uh, regardless so you have to know that like you better come out and say i'm honestly
3: say i'm honestly in the middle it leads me back to just blaming the rickets because why would jed say all that and after all the heat he's already taken for for making the trades mm-hmm. why would he say any of that and th- and then put him and potentially put him and those players into a bad relationship, even though he sent them where they wanted to go. You know, I, I think it goes back to what Juice kind of said. Like maybe the Cubs did low ball them, but also like oh, maybe the players re, re, like they valued themselves higher than what, what they really are. I don't know.
1: And I how think it is. Chris, and, and how go good ahead. is Jed? That's That's the other thing, man. Like we were spoiled for. Since 2011, we had the the guy who was maybe the best in the MLB at PR, who understood the room, prospects, great with trading, great in free agency, and now how good is Jed? Like that's the question that everybody needs to start asking because it's clear that he says a statement and then he comes out today and backtracks it. It's like, dude, part of your job as baseball president of baseball operations is to not make those decisions or those statements because Ooh, there is a short term you know a short term bump back that these guys could be back if you just shut your mouth and now you're airing all the grievances about the contract negotiations it's like dude the thing you needed to say when you went on any radio show and cub fans would have hated it sure but it makes it frames it the way you need to frame it is we didn't feel like we were contenders we understood that we were in fourth place. Let's trade to restock the farm system. Everything is on the table for the future. That's it. Yeah. At that moment, you you yeah. calm Cub fans, and you say, in, in a way, you say, yeah, these guys could come back, and you don't rule it out by saying, you know, this guy didn't want to negotiate with us, and this guy didn't want to take this dollar amount. Not only do you do, you do that, but you get to restock the farm system, and you don't come out you don't play circles around all the crap that has happened because now he has to obviously like i said retract his statements and say i was a little fired up when i got on the radio station dude that's your job yeah. like how good are you at this like that's that becomes oh. my question that yeah. and that's dangerous because if he's not good at this the cubs are in trouble but again yeah. though he i i I don't see why
3: we can't at least take stock in some of it. Maybe he's exaggerating a little bit, but why? Why sure. not believe him some? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm a guy who's been pro player. I've been yelling that we should freaking extend Chris Bryant for years, but and the but I say this because you know, again, he like he was thrown into it. Honestly, I mean, he didn't have to take the job. Like after Theo left, he could have left with Theo because he knew that this was going to be a mess too. So in a sense, it's like, all right, like he he's finally getting you know his chance to run this thing uh, after Theo leaves. But you know he could have left too, but he stuck around and he wants to build this thing. I it would have been different if it was someone else up there. If it wasn't Jed or Theo, if we had someone else who hadn't who hasn't done what they have done with this organization, and it goes back to kind of like what you said, Juice. Like, did Theo make all the moves and not Jed? Was Jed just behind, you know, just just a name there? I don't know. Yeah, We're going to find gonna out. At the end, Right. But at this point, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that, yeah, he deserves some credit, too, for what happened in 16 oh, and how sure. the no. organization is at this point. So I'm just kind of like, again, I, I take a little bit of stock in it, and it kind of hurts me because it makes me think of just a little bit different about the Chris Bryant situation and that contract extension. And... I don't know. It's it just like, again, it just brings me back to to Tom Ricketts and, and how everything has happened since
1: 2018. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could, we could also like go back to the Tribune company owning the team too, though. Like that was, that was horrible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, let's, let's first, I know Tom Ricketts has been a pain in our ass since, like you said, 2018, but remember everything that he put in place for the team to be successful. Yeah, I mean, the cubs scouts i mean going back to pre theo like cubs this cubs scouting scouting system was ridiculously stupid like oh, they, didn't have, they didn't have computers they didn't have like excel spreadsheets with you know even just simple like calculation crap mm-hmm. i mean they were they were to the point where they didn't even know who they were picking like i mean they got to, that's how dysfunctional that thing was run. And when they came in, Theo was like, no way, dude. Like we, let's, let's advance like six generations worth of, you know, actual scouting within a couple of years that they turned that all over. And Ricketts has a lot to like, he's a part of a lot of that. You know, he gave them the resources to do that. And like, I think, I think it's two things in this. I think it's one, they woeball them. him. They wanted to sign him for team friendly contracts because they wanted to add more to the team and Ricketts maybe didn't want to go further with payroll. I'll accept that. But the other half of this thing is, is that they failed. So there needed to be some change. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm totally fine with them. Maybe being in on a Chris Bryant or Anthony Rizzo or Javi for next year. Maybe you're bringing one of them back, but I think if you're going to rip the Band-Aid off and start this thing all over, I think it's what's best for the team if a lot of those guys aren't included, because it's clear that it just doesn't work with all of them together. So maybe one or two is the max that you can bring back, but I'm no chance. I'm I'm bringing all three of them back again, and I think that's I that's less you. likely. And I don't know. I just I'm excited, man, and I'm. I know we talked about Nick Madrigal a little bit. I was down on Nick Madrigal for a really long time, and it's because I'm not a – con. when I build baseball teams, power, power, power. I'm I'm interested in the case study. And it's not – I'm not down on Nick Madrigal. I don't think he's bad. I just want – more or less want to look at – I wish I was a fly on the wall from the negotiations. Mm -hmm. Like, at that moment, I thought that they could have got a better deal, but I don't know that because I I think a return – was possible? I mean, they're talking about KB. That report that came out with the Rays that they were going to package KB and Kimbrel for Tyler Glass. Now, yeah. <laughs> sign me up. If the Rays didn't want to do it, hey, well, not not anymore because now he's about to have Tommy John.
3: But. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but even that,
0: yeah. they said that actually was something that held the trade up in the article that i read yeah, he's only going to have one
3: full year for the Arb. they were also in talks with the dodgers too but then the dodgers made that move for scherzer and uh who was the other guy that came with him? Trey, turner. trey turner trey turner yeah that throwing I mean, maybe 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 you know the pieces that they sent for those guys maybe jed was interested in them and you know that's that's what stale like stalled those i and and then in a sense i guess you can blame jed for not pulling the trigger earlier I don't know. This you is all think, so like, just hearsay, but I'm surprised. Just speaking on the Dodgers in general, is how are they able to
2: keep on or hold on to Gavin Lux and all of these things? Unless, like, generally people are down on him. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. How are you trade like getting that and not having to give up a major league guy, which is crazy, which is crazy, you know? And I, I think trying to compare, like, you see all of those trades that the Cubs made, pretty much every trade made is all. Major leaguer from one side, prospects returned. So I think it's it's weird judging a, a trade. You know when you're trading a major leaguer and getting some major leaguers back, who's like, yeah. well, what the hell's wrong with them? You know, like it just doesn't feel right. Does not right. compute in in a baseball like mind? So I think that's weird in the first place. So that and it's because you you've seen what they can do. You know, obviously, you know Nick Magic like we've mentioned. You uh injury prone, not not really any power, but we've we've literally seen what he can do against major league pitching. Because you've seen guys either fly through the may- fly through the minors, love everything you see with them, short like Schwarber Bryant. You know, and that's I don't even I know where I'm going that, with this, but I, it's just it just it's just we like it's just weird when you're seeing me, uh, like um t- just a uh, major league return only. So it it, it feels weird.
3: Yeah, yeah. where I think the thing with this, with that deal in particular is I think we got may, maybe we did, maybe we didn't, but maybe we got a little too high on what we think we could have got back for Kimbrel and just kind of xing out like the market in general for just the entire deadline. Maybe I, if there's anything I'll complain about the, the, the trade with the Sox was that they just didn't get another guy like just like a throw in or something. I don't know. But in a sense, you can look at it as the same as the Gleyber Torres trade. Like, you didn't know what Gleyber Torres was going to be uh, when we traded for Chapman. But the three guys that went with, I mean, Billy McKinney's in the league, but I don't think the other two guys are. So you, essentially the Yankees got Gleyber Torres and for a role as Chapman. I mean, we that's a reliever. And, you know, Craig Kimbrell and overall as Chapman are right around the same, you know, same echelon, right? Kimbrell's mm-hmm. probably better than him. Um, and you get two major leaguers and two that look really solid, both really young, mm-hmm. I mean, in a sense, you can kind of, I mean, if you look at it, it with that way, I, I feel like you can look at it as a win, but maybe some people just really thought that they could get, you know, two major leaguers and a top prospect or something, or one major leaguer and, like, the top prospect and one of the top prospects in baseball. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I mean, I, I I think for it, me that's, that's how I, I kind of look at it.
2: I feel like this goes, this shows like the over the over evaluation of prospects at, at this moment, where you're like not thrilled about getting two young major leaguers who have had success in the major leagues. Where you're like, well, yeah. I wanted the top prospect. Well, the top prospect you might never even seem in the major leagues you know like right. well and here's, just will be a big giant bust
3: yeah well, yeah
0: here's here's the one thing too i think a lot of people forget with that trade um i was actually talking to one of our fellow socks on tech people about this is like i think people kind of lose sight of the fact that if it wasn't for the 2020 season there's a very good possibility that cody hoyer and nick madrigal would both still be prospects like Mm-hmm. i think a lot of people kind of forgot that like the only reason magical is not the top prospect for the white Sox right now is because he played up in 2020 and they felt okay giving him a shortened season and then he would have still started this season in their prospect rankings even if he came up early in the year like he ended up doing he yeah. would have been their top prospect and cody hoyer probably would have been in the top 10 like because hoyer had a really good 2020 and that yeah. was his first season so I mean, both of these guys, even by games, are still technically rookies. Like, Mm -hmm. they are effectively the top prospects. That's like that's kind of how I took it, is like they're just the most major league ready top prospects because they've already gotten a taste of the big leagues and they're just gonna help you sooner. It would be like the equivalent of when the Cubs drafted Schwarber and he was just more MLB ready than some of the other guys in that draft because he was a college guy and he came up quick. You know, Mm -hmm. except in this case you get it via a trade, but they're effectively the same thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's what a lot of people lose grip of, too, is, like, if you really slotted everybody in, even using, like, 2019 rankings for some of these guys, like, Madrigal's a top prospect in baseball at that time. You know what I mean? Like, he's still a very high upside player. And, again, like Juice said, I think a lot of Cubs fans are just dialed in to think, oh, power, power, power. That's how we build a team. Where – it's. I think it's going to be refreshing having a guy that does literally everything the Cubs don't do in the freaking batter's box.
2: Especially since all the success we saw this year was due to that back end of the lineup having all that contact with Duffy and uh um, yeah. Marisnik and all that kind of
0: stuff. Especially early in the season. They played a lot of small ball early in the year where it was, you know, like you said, it was Duffy smacking a double in the gap. It was Marisnik hitting a bloop single. It was, you know, sack flies. I mean, that's where the whole, you know, your arm hair standing erect Cody started with manufactured runs. Like yeah. that, that was the offense and they were really good doing that. And then they got away from that because of some injuries and they became the same old Cubs. And that's what mm-hmm. ultimately led to their demise is because that I think going back to points that you guys have all made about like, all right, well, is Jed the guy and this, that and the other, maybe Jed now saw that like, and like Theo, cause those were Theo's guys, right? Like, you know, even though I think Rizzo was more Jed's guy than, uh, Theo's guy in the essence of don't forget Jed traded for Rizzo to go to San Diego mm-hmm. and then when they came here they were like no 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 we need him to come with too like mm-hmm. I think he could be more Jed's guy but I mean KB you know Schwarber all those guys were like Theo's guys right and so I think for Theo maybe it was hard to be like well I want to turn over some of the roster but like these are also my guys but like at the same time I'm not getting the money to do the turnover that I want to do so like maybe yeah. that was part of it And then Jed finally was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care anymore. I'm not living in Theo's shadow. I'm ripping this bitch down the way I need it to. If I want a couple of these guys back, I'll make it happen. And let's play ball. You know what I mean? Maybe he wants a smaller lineup because he saw the success they had earlier in the season with that small ball mentality. You know, obviously they're not going to be like the White Sox are right now and just being like bottom five in home runs and, winning a bunch of games, that very rarely happens because mm-hmm. they also have the pitching to supplement that. But, like, even if the Cubs are middle of the pack in terms of, like, balance, I mean, again, the 16 team could nickel and dime you to death, and they could also right. hit the long ball to death, too. But and you that think was about when they were you, most successful.
2: We talk about Chris Bryant's base running all the time, and like especially in 2016, 2017, oh, 18. It felt like the base running, like the base running, first and th- – we were going first and third every single time we had a guy on first base – and a hit, you know, yeah. it's stuff like, like, yeah, regardless of if, if you move to a more contact oriented team, you need that thump to bring those guys in. You, you can't just, depend, you can't, you can't squad depend on singles and singles and singles all game. That's how you get beginnings, but those beginnings are still capped off by some thump. So it always has its place, but it, it can't, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think, it, I think we're done with it being the focal point.
3: Right. Well, I, th- I th- again, off season will tell um, they got it. I mean, obviously they're setting themselves up with some nice contact guys, but you got to You do have to have some power in there. Got to div- diversify the lineup like we always say. So I, I, it's not going to be nine guys of just all contact. But I do mm-hmm. like what they have. I do think Horner and, and Magical, one of them at the top and one of them at the bottom of the lineup uh, is, is going to be good for them moving forward. And then, you know, we, uh, there's still some guys, you know, Patrick Wisdom is going to leading the NL and, and homers in the rookie of the year chase. Um, you know, I, there's, there are some, some things that, you know, they can come back and get. I again, I don't think they need to spend a ton of money this offseason, but they just, they got to do something. And then, you know, the pitching as well. Hopefully Justin Steele and Keegan Thompson show out this last couple months. I mean, I mean
2: that's talking about
0: something. I, I'd say that's number one on my list for the rest of the season. Yeah. I don't see why it shouldn't be for anybody. Yeah. I think any of these young arms, I think truly, because I think there's going to be some bullpen guys we see later in the season. We were all talking uh, before we jumped on and went live about Ben Leaper. And maybe he's a guy at 24 years old in AAA that we see. We, Manny Rodriguez, who we've er, you know gotten to see a little bit of now, paint in the corner at 100 miles per hour like i think we're gonna see a lot of these guys especially on the pitching side because if you really think about it this crop that's finally starting to come up is kind of the like dan kantrovitz era crop and i think oh. that's where we're gonna see speaking of you know like juice said we're gonna really learn who Jed is i think we're gonna finally really start learning who dan kantrovitz is because a lot of these guys they started putting in place when he joined the the team in you know circa 2018-2019 you're gonna finally start seeing some of these guys now make it to the big leagues. Like I think Rowan Wick was an example of that, who was just at the big league level already because they got him for next to nothing, and he mm-hmm. became uh, maybe not elite, but at least a very good back of the you know back of the bullpen type guy. Yep. So I, I think this is uh, that is I think you know if if I guess if somebody asked each of us who's like what's your one thing for Cubs fans to look for, it's 100 percent the young arms that are coming because again if this team. Think like if we think about it, if this team can develop pitching to be as good as, let's say, the Padres bullpen and maybe like the White Sox or the Padres or the Dodgers starting rotation consistently, you could have a middle of the pack contact hitting offense and win a lot of ballgames. And I think yeah. that's maybe where some of that focus has gone. And it'll be really interesting. Is, is that the
3: let's keep you awake? Alarm. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I have this, uh, what is it called? Oh, there it goes. Yeah,
1: we had, we had I got,
3: I got we it had off stews? Amazon. I got it off Amazon a long time ago. I don't even remember why I bought
1: it. Sorry. It's a- <laughs> we, we had stews, as Cody?
3: See, as you can see, I still got a ton of crap to unpack. It's, it, it's been a wild <laughs> transition.
1: I, yeah, Cody, I was actually going to say it in the opener. I think we both found um, things that are worse than the Cubs selling off moving. Moving cool. is maybe the worst thing ever. Mm. Like I'm moving, obviously. Like we, you, you've made it known you're moving. I'm moving to South Bend because you know Cubby's on tap needs somebody to cover these new prospects. So yes, you know, hey, making sure, sure, just just making sure, you know.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, man, I think uh, I think moving is maybe worse than trading off the whole core.
3: True, perhaps. Yeah. Um. We haven't really read any of like the quotes. I mean, from the from oh, Jeddah or Anthony. Rizzo. I think
0: I think this. Oh yeah, no, that we have not done. Speaking of quotes, though, uh I do want to give some love to the comments really quick because okay. they have been fantastic. Because this we actually discussed before we jumped on air. <laughs> so Marty dropping <laughs> in, saying, did I miss the part where we talked about the newest Cubs legend, Jonas and Vargas? Was <laughs> I, absolutely. I had
1: to like bite my tongue from laughing at that. What moment, a huge miss. Like, Oh, that there's no awesome. T before the G. Like, Fartgas fart, fart would be gas. the best <laughs> last name ever. Jonas fart Fartgas. Like, that Bought would be a literally jersey. the, right? <laughs> Build the statue. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then Joe Redbeard also, Frank Schwendel. Cole Frank Swindell, Swindell. Cole oh, Swindell man. yeah, he's playing guitar over at first base. Uh, Had God. his first uh, Cubs extra base hit tonight too in
3: this
2: first hit, right? Or <laughs> I yesterday. think we're gonna be talking twisters. about these guys like. For the next left,
3: five baby, years.
1: it's coming. When
3: when they're when they're like, like... like going for it in 2023, we'll be like, hey, remember Frank Swindell? <laughs> yep. <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> like me? literally, you will be a... the new hey, Tony Brian Brian
0: I was gonna say oh. this is the new Tony campaign. Brian Lehar <laughs> was the exact name I was gonna use. Yeah, like the like late Reed Johnson
1: days. I always talk yeah. about Jake Fox. Jake Fox was my dude. Jake, that, Fox. that was a, that was a dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, Thomas Casey, Simon, Casey
0: McGee. Ar- Arismendi Alcantara was my name. Oh yeah. Who did he, he, came,
2: like, he came up with like, oh, like I know you're excited about this guy, but he don't forget about Arizmendi Alcantara. Who
1: was it with? Was it pretty sure Dred- Jed traded for him too to go to San Diego, if I'm not yeah. mistaken.
3: He was actually kind of I don't want to say he was a top prospect, but he was a name that people were talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. We got Alcantras everywhere. They yeah. are. Right. I literally,
2: I thought that. Like, I was like, it's
0: like earlier the season, Sergio came up, and I was like, yeah, like "Brother, relation? Any? No. No.
2: I just then, think Jonathan Herrera is gonna go down all time. We need another Jonathan Herrera to get us going. Right? Uh, that was his name. Jonathan, oh, yeah. Jonathan Herrera was at Something least like on the uh, of
1: a
3: team. Helmet hands. hands. Helmet yeah. hands. Yeah. 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 Never forget. That was the best. If well, you, was, know, was, you know, you that, know. That's a the, real Cubs fan right there. He was on the 2015.
0: Yeah, he was on that team. He was a bench guy. Him and um. Oh um
2: Mawasaki was that
3: his
0: name? Uh, Kawasaki. Kawasaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kawasaki. He, he was, was
3: I'm yeah. I'm writing an article on Hilarious. tap right now. It's in the Kawasaki draft. It's not done best. and his he name is mentioned. His really? name is mentioned in my article. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm I'm so What what, what, what got you to that? i was <laughs> listing off all the free agent signings the Cubs made between 2015 to 20 uh to to 20 well i guess the 2019 going into 2019 all the, i was listing all the free agent signings that that we made and so okay. yeah it's uh
2: Schwindel's not even a, a, I a just lefty the, hitter.
3: basically me basically it's setting up to be why i think tom ricketts is the blame for all of this bullshit oh. so uh, yeah. it's, i did see that being worked on in the uh posts today <laughs> I had, just had to start writing my thoughts out because I got tired of fighting with these on Twitter, Ron. Oh, I'm just gonna just start like, sending the, to when out. people yell at me, I'm just gonna start sending the link <laughs> when we put it out. I'm just start sending them the article link and be like, hey, <laughs> just send I'm not gonna it. yell at you, but you can you can read this though. This is That's my
0: thoughts. Yeah, you want yeah. my thoughts? Here's
1: my thoughts. Have <laughs> them. You can have question. them free of charge. Mm-hmm. Did did the Cubs uh extend Rafael ortega yet that's that's my biggest <laughs> yeah. that's been no, my biggest stand joke lately taco every time sauce. he gets a hit <laughs> so speaking
2: hey, he's earning himself a job
0: at least yeah, yeah speaking of taco sauce ortega um so, I think I'm to blame for his 0 for 3 night tonight because I picked him up in fantasy. Baseball.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: Because <laughs> I had injuries happen at the last how, how minute. And I was like,
1: team?
0: <laughs> My team's hurt right now, dude. It's bad. You need to pick him up, man. You shouldn't. Need I know, literally. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, today I was mm-hmm. sitting here scrolling through my like my lineup. And in the same day, McCutcheon and Biggio go on the IL. And I'm just like, Well, shit. I need <laughs> to pick somebody up. I mean,. So I go out and I, I I thought I made a good move, right? And I'm like, okay, who am I gonna go get? I'm like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get. I'm like, who do I get? I was like, I'm gonna get Haas from Detroit. And I was like, oh, good one, good one, good one, you know, because he was out there. <laughs> yeah. And then I got and then I got down and I saw her take it. I'm like, he's hot. Let's go ride it, and then he goes.
3: Oh, right,
1: I'm just like I'm totally to blame. I'm I mean, totally Jason to blame. Hayward wasn't available in your league. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he was, but
3: yeah, yeah
1: that's I not a surprise. I, I'm just that's not a surprise, brother. i would brother. <laughs> rather have Rafael or <laughs> Jake right now. Yeah. yeah, if yeah. I if I end up going like to heaven and God or somebody asked me if I lived a suffering life, I'll say no. But I did watch a lot of Jason Hayward at bats.
3: I got a I got tagged in a tweet tonight. Uh, the guys over at the Dingers podcast, Dingers, the Chicago Cubs podcast. I can't remember yeah. what network they're part of, but I got tagged in their tweet. Apparently one of the guys, uh, he has this bet with like his daughter. I guess she's like a little girl. And every time he has to buy his uh, or no, every time Jason Hayward doesn't hit a ground ball to second, he has to get her a bag of Skittles. <laughs> so like never, because all he does is hit ground balls to second base. Well,
1: she just got a bag. <laughs> Because he That's just flew so out the left. So, oh, there you yeah. go.
3: <laughs> good, good for her. Good for her. Shout, Skittles.
1: Shout out to those guys. Skittles on the docket, baby. Let's Skittles. go. She's like Skittles. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, baseball has fallen This so is far. like this is like this is
3: the kind of shit that gets you up for Cubs baseball now, right? Oh, this Thanks. guy. If he doesn't do this, all right, here we go. I'm going to win a bet here. (laughs) Do we want to start
0: doing that? Like maybe one game a week for the rest of the season, maybe two. (laughs)
1: Like each of us pick like some (laughs) random thing. If like, if this happens today, I'll do this. Dude, I'm down because I actually was going to propose to all of you guys. What if during these podcasts now considering that the non product field it doesn't matter anymore. I mean we're going to talk about some bullshit on here for a while. Why don't we just do like a 5 minute segment on each podcast where we talk about something non sports related, non political <laughs> related and just go down a wormhole for like 5 to 10 minutes <laughs> and see yeah. how we can tie it back into the couch. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that was that was my goal. <laughs> like how, how we do we take one one
2: person week. every week has to move?
1: Oh, there, yeah, there, he there you go, <laughs> Ron. You're next. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going.
3: But oh my! I like God, that, that be, idea. That would be a I,
1: long. I, shot. Wouldn't it be funny? Like all the way down into the wormhole. Like who killed JFK? And like in the grassy grassy knolls, <laughs> there's, Jason <laughs> 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 there's Jason Hayward.
3: There's Jason Hayward.
1: Yes.
2: Oh uh, Elias yeah. Diaz Elias Diaz is triple away from the cycle against the Cubs.
1: I hope he does it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck This it. is yeah. honestly, man. Like, if you're not going to watch like the young pitchers, like now it's like, all right, who are the Cubs playing? Because I want to watch a team that's actually good do things like on With the, the Rockies fi- You know the Rockies are I mean? not good. No, so this is bad. Like the last two out of the trade, like the Nats and the freaking Rockies, like, dude bad like this that's that's, no. that's some like really bad baseball to watch can we talk about john lester today oh no we don't oh. yeah right i'll spin
3: zone it right away i'll spin on it right away i i know a lot of people were like oh this is disgusting he's wearing cardinals red but like it's kind of goes back to the rockies too like the cardinals should have sold off too at the deadline oh my god and they, did. Yeah. they 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 traded for two thirty seven year old pitchers it's right it, it, it's it, it's nothing uh like it's anymore. nothing that it, they, they didn't
2: mortgage their future
3: to get j-hap
2: and john lester but it's like at the same time like what, what are you are doing? doing right yeah, like, like what, what the do hell are do you like? doing you're gonna go back to your fan base like all right guys here here is but here's our stretch run john lester j-hap here we go boys john like, lester <laughs> way past
3: his prime
2: give john him six two, runs in
0: two innings i was gonna say would you would you like the final stat line for john lester tonight? yes please uh, this is five innings. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's bad. Five innings, nine hits, six runs, all earned, nice. uh, two walks, four strikeouts, and he gave up two home runs. Oh. Just like classic John Lester, he
2: settled in. He gave up all six runs in the first two innings.
1: In. <laughs> just he like the first two innings. <laughs> he settled in. Only threw 88. Settled pitches. Game was over. <laughs> Settle in, though. <laughs>
3: Oh my God! See, it, <laughs> oh it's it's like a, it's like a gift that doesn't stop giving. Like John Lester, it sucks that he has to be in Cardinal Red, but hey, he's sucking for them. It's it's a gift, you know what I mean? It's kind of yes. like when Eric Sogard was on the Cubs, but for some reason, we never thought he was that bad with the Brewers, and you know, or or Zach Davies is a better example, probably. Zach Davies was decent with the with the Brewers, actually, probably better than we thought that like better than we thought, and. Mm. We just weren't seeing. Like every he's been start. okay. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see all the other starts. He was just really good against the Cubs, and we're like, "Oh yeah, this guy is at least serviceable." Would you and like? He's been okay, would, but like, eh. would you like? I'm Zach's surprised we didn't
0: pitch final or stat line for the tra- night. Trade him? No,
3: oh. no, no. Oh that's, well, we're gonna, that we're
0: gonna get it anyway because <laughs> it supports it supports Cody's idea. Uh, Davies four innings, six hits, seven runs, all earned, uh, two walks, one strikeout, and two home runs.
1: Did not settle in. <laughs> not
0: yeah. no. Classic
1: Zach
2: Davis. We're
3: not gonna get in. Like he's gonna walk because why would we bring him back? And I mean, yeah. if there's there's the loan thing from the deadline that I, I guess we can be pissed off about. That's yeah. not even about Rizzo, Brian, or Bias. like why didn't we just like we send off Trevor Williams with Javi Bias, but we don't send Zach Davies off for anything? We right. would have got more for him than. Tre- I mean, literally, Trevor Williams was a throw-in. He got tri- he got option at AAA immediately. Yeah, like why? Yeah. Like you could have sent Zach Davies somewhere. I, I saw Zach on, Davies to the Cardinals. Not that I, I saw this. I play saw
2: play. this on Twitter. I'm not going to mention who. Uh, it's a competitor, but they mentioned like the deals must have been. Yeah, the the, the offers must have been so bad that you don't even want to put out there in the ether that the Cubs will accept something like that.
3: Really. So,
2: I, I can I can take yeah,
3: that as a as a I reason. I can see that. I believe it. I believe it. Because I, I mean, like,
0: like they're like, hey, we'll give you like a pack of Skittles and like the rights to a guy we just sounded the signed out of the independent league.
1: We yeah. know we know a young girl who's got plenty of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, no, I I mean, yeah. Or maybe it came down to you're gonna have to just eat innings for the back half of the year, and oh yeah, he does take the ball, so and that's yeah, what I mean, like I people mean, are like, oh, get Arietta out of there. It's like we there aren't why? enough young Who pitchers.
2: That, there, there aren't enough young pitchers like in the organization that like viably could be like, all right, let's get a look at this guy. No, no, right. no. We need inning eaters, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and yeah. if Jake Arietta is gonna go out there for five innings every fifth day, God bless him, because he's going. I and mean, he's gonna have to. Yeah. Just like I don't know who I was talking to uh about Hayward, like we're spending so much money on him, go play first base. Like do something like <laughs> right. Yeah. Like at this yeah. point, you're playing every day, you're gonna have to swallow your pride, go out there and do something.
3: I do and, I, I am curious to like how he feels now. Like cause he knows and, the direction of the team and he right. knows that he, he's a big reason why. Things have happened the way that they have. Like, he has to know this. And I don't he's know about it. He's never going to admit it publicly, but he has right. to know he's a big reason why this team yeah. is shit right now. Yeah, he's I mean, you know, a big reason why. I think,
1: I think there's times where he gets sad and then he opens up his mobile banking and he goes, Oh, fuck, hell yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Yeah.
3: He's like, I'll <laughs> see you guys in the playpen this summer. All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's a fact. I mean, I...
1: who did he take on his boat? That was a big story. Somebody that when they signed with it, oh, yeah, he took him out on this boat. And I don't know,
0: Castellanos. Uh, yes, oh, that's yeah, yeah that's you were, yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what was
1: your favorite thing to do in
0: Chicago? And he's like, right. man, yeah, we funny. went down the river on Jay Hay's boat. Yeah, he's like, that yeah, was
2: yeah, awesome. yeah, 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 hey, hey, like Ron, it. that was awesome. Ron, you think uh, Castellanos gonna turn down that option and uh, <laughs> come to Chicago?
0: Hey, if the mighty dollar speaks, he might.
2: Yeah, I don't think the money dollars speaking for Castellanos at this point.
0: He'd look great and left.
1: <laughs> he would look great in left. Yeah. He's <laughs> as great
0: as a DH next year when it's in the NL. Yeah. If, you're,
1: if your oh, three man. moves are Castellanos, oh. Bryant, back, and, and Rizzo. Stroman.
0: And give me Marcus Stroman. Show and you bring Marcus up, Marcus up Brendan Davis?
1: Bennett. That's a squad, man. That's a squad. As I said, a that's couple, not a bad team. A couple team.
3: one- or two-year deals that are worth like 5 or $10 million. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean that's, that's
2: what the Cubs are going at. That, that's what most likely they're going to be going after. Is my is my guess. You know. they're, yeah. they're they're in the flyer. They're in the flyer business. So, you know, you're going to see you know one year deals. Yeah. Kind of be like, okay, you play you play well enough. Maybe we'll trade you. You know, go out there like and earn the, a trade or something. The,
3: the market for first baseman, there isn't much. Like after Rizzo, Mm-mm. it's Freddie Freeman in terms of being one, being better. What else is out there? Like, and then they don't have a lot of depth in the minors. Like Bryce Ball isn't gonna, they, they can't think Bryce Ball is the the answer. No, next they, they know that. Oh, yeah, what you know, know like that. he's ripping it up in a ball
2: though. He's in double A, yeah. isn't he?
3: Did he just oh,
1: bring back
2: Bryant about. to play first? No. I think Brian's he's he's not playing first base for another good five years.
1: <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to piece together ideas here.
2: Yeah, it's an intriguing
1: I mean, question. I mean, I'm sure that's something we're going to entertain at one point. Oh, we're going to talk about like, ran, we're going to talk gonna about Lily out in left field. We're going to talk about a lot of things. I mean, yeah, I keep forgetting
3: is left. is it bad? I keep forgetting that Contreras is still on the team just because I just the way that I feel about the Cubs right now is I just feel like all of them are gone. He's but like
1: the. I, I posted the Will Smith gif. He's the Will Smith gif at the end of Fresh Prince. He's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It,
2: it's yeah. you think it, like you feel even worse for him because he's behind the plate. You know he's slapping that
3: gear on. Yeah, and for yeah. what the other day is. I mean, I know he's saying what he wants to say, or what, I guess what he would have to say. But I also feel like they're genuine. You know how? Oh, he yeah. We part of the rebuild. You know. I mean, I've been that.
2: That culture stays. You know. Yeah, Rizzo yeah. leaves. Uh, Bryant Lee's uh bias leaves like that cult but that culture stays like you can see mm-hmm. the cubs having more fun than almost anybody in the entire MLB even though like, they're absolute that, trash exactly time. like uh, th- it's it's an environment that you want to be a part of that's i think that's a lot of just David Ross but i mean i agree
3: in a sense yeah well he's going mean, to get it. he's, he's
2: going to get his shot yeah i mean he's gonna he's going to get and and now besides Contreras there's no, there is no more. Uh, he's coaching his buddies, all that crap. Like, true. We're getting we're seeing it. We're, we're getting David Ross now. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, literally the only two guys on this roster that he played with were or three were Hendricks, Contreras,
3: Contreras and, and, and yeah. yeah. Do you or,
1: do you guys think that Hayward? But
0: Hayward. Yeah. Did
2: Hayward. you guys Hayward.
1: think that David Ross got played? Or like no, looks back no. at it. No, like think about it this way, man. Like he he got the job, yeah. and he only had sixty games to win it then, and then he has one bad first half. Like you think he looks back and he's like, "All right, cool, I got the job, but like now, like this isn't this isn't what I signed up for." So <laughs> do you, you think it looks a lot better? You right think it's yeah. yeah? You you think or like uh, I got a little inkling that like I don't know. Like not that he like regrets it, but like the job I status mean, has changed and. I don't know if this is like what he expected this quickly.
3: In a sense, possibly, because when he got hired, the pandemic hadn't happened yet. We were still months before the pandemic. So if the pandemic doesn't happen, and this goes back to just how the pandemic probably hurt the Cubs more than any franchise in baseball, you know, maybe they get those extensions done if, you know, if Brian and Rizzo and bias put together another set of solid seasons and I don't know if they would though because they didn't do anything in the offseason going into twenty twenty. But you know, like yeah, I don't know. You you just don't know. But well also
1: the you're not you know. the Rickets don't have the financial burden that they're talking about either if there's no pandemic and full revenue true. for 81 games. So you're talking well. about and then you're talking about maybe an easier transition for marquee because mm-hmm. Comcast wasn't adding or Xfinity wasn't adding cable channels to, you know, people's packages during the pandemic either. So it's like things move so much more, but like if that does not happen and then you're looking at it like, man, like they're probably all locked up. But then are you in the same like issue of you're good enough, but you're not good enough to win it all again? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Because it's mm-hmm. like, all right, you got to see the four years of, you know, the the failure in a row. Now maybe this was the best opportunity to – I don't know, man. It would be interesting. Also, like, we went back earlier talking about the Cubs convention. Who knows what happens with this strike either. I mean, that's all yeah. looming too. Like, right. Ricketts could legitimately, if there is a strike, hide behind this thing for a whole nother year. Yeah. 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 I and mean, he crazy. could. I, I think – What an absolute
3: brutal, like – yeah. 2022 would be for us if they if that were to happen though just like it'd be more brutal than this last week it's gonna be the replacement extending it even more you know i think
1: they're gonna work it out that's that's my opinion on all of it but i'm just just saying that like it is out there i mean it's it's there's two huge issues within both sides that i think that neither of them are gonna budge on you know easily but i at the end of the day the the owners in the in the league always seems to win, so mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I bet I bet on the league before the players, right? Yeah, unfortunately, I,
2: I think this coming free agency for Rizzo, Baez and Bryant is going to tell a lot on who's probably telling the
3: truth on the, all the comments from the radio interviews, right. this week, right? Right, yeah, I yeah, like agree with sure. that. So, no, you know, it's, it's like a, is, no is, doubt is, right.
2: Is, yeah, like is is that market for is that market is what they want equal to the market? Mm-hmm. Were they asking for just something crazy? A part of it. I mean, a lot of it depends on how they play the rest of the season as well. So there's still a lot to de- like to determine, but I'll like say see,
3: go ahead, Joe. Sorry, like R- gonna
2: Rizzo's go. Rizzo's not going to get a, as far as lengthwise, he's not going to get a ton of years. He's probably looking at three to four years if he's lucky. And then Baez, he'll probably he can he can get some he can get some length on it. Bryant, I'm looking, he's probably looking, am I crazy to say he's look, probably looking for a six to eight year deal?
0: No. I think that's exactly what he's looking for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Eight, but,
2: yeah. So I mean I'd say six on, so, on that end. Oh a, a lot of it like that it, a lot of it's gonna have to play out in free agency for themselves. I, I really don't think, especially after these comments from Jed, regardless mm-hmm. if he's right or not. Uh, yeah. It's just it, it's probably leaving a bad taste in their mouth, especially Rizzo, who came the ne- who came on the next day and talked about it. So mm. I'm not expecting any of them to come back. I know that everybody keeps saying, "Well, there's still a possibility for them to come back. They might listen to the Cubs, but
0: yeah, well, and well, just money the- talks, brother. Yeah, yeah it it,
2: there's but there's still some principle, I'm sure, for them, pride kind of thing, but we'll yeah. see.
0: And there's, there's something I want to add real quick to supplement what you, you guys are talking about here because uh, our very trusty help, you know, here at writing, you know, for us here at Cubs on Tap, our boy Joey Ricotta, he's made appearances on here, people that are listening have heard of him. Um, he tweeted this just a few minutes ago, and I saw it from the Cubs on Tap count and I feel the need to share it now. He says, I didn't want to tweet this because everyone knows I love Anthony Rizzo, but I couldn't look at this and not share it since sport track has Anthony Rizzo's 2022 average annual market his average annual value on the market listed at 12.835 million. If that proves to be true, the Cubs offered him over 1 million more per year. Hmm. in theory and then he adds on it in theory, if five years 100 million would have gotten an extension done, the Cubs would have paid more than seven million over his market value. Rizzo's full contract sport track calculated market value five years. Sixty-four point one million, and they reportedly offered him seventy. Just a, a, an interesting tidbit Mike that kind dropped. of supplements that because <laughs> well, no, but but it, but it, but it no, is I, kind yeah. of a it really supplements what Joe is talking about and and what you know and Cody, I know you're in agreement. I think we're all in agreement of that is because the market is truly going to set itself for these guys, and we mm-hmm. I think we as Cubs fans are going to truly gather an understanding of what the rest of the league thinks about them from a dollars and cents standpoint. And yeah. I hate to say it. I love when guys get notoriety and awards and from their players and and guys and things like that, because I think that's completely necessary. But if we're looking at it strictly from a business standpoint, that's usually the most telling sign is what does the rest of the league think from a dollar and cents perspective? Because they could say, We love Chris Bryan as a player, but do you love him enough to pay him $200 million? Mm -hmm. And sometimes the answer isn't always yes. And so it's going to be interesting. Like, I think that might be something that, you know, this whole conversation we're having right now gets brought back up upon, mm-hmm. you know, later on. If, if, you know, we're in December and January and all these guys sign and we go, well, shit, you know, maybe let's just hypothetically throw out there that Rizzo gets 65, Bryant gets 120, and Baez gets a, you know, a hair under maybe 95. And all of us would be all sitting here like, what the hell just happened? You know, and again, I think the strike too, like you guys have also mentioned at points, you know, is going to have a lot of impact on this too. Because, in theory, if it gets fixed, then do guys get paid more money? Do guys get paid less money? Do do, do we they see? Even, they might even get unsigned, <laughs> right? Do we see a free agency explosion like what we saw in the NBA the last few days, or the complete opposite, and it gets even worse than baseball already has become? where these guys don't sign for months after free agency opens. Like there's no, there's, there's no even like reason to get excited for free agency in baseball nowadays, because like nobody signs on the first day, a couple guys do, but like Mm -hmm. all the big names wait. So it's (laughs) not like, it's not like the NHL free agency and the NBA free agency and even the NFL free agency, where in like the first 72 hours, most of the monster names have signed. Like, fuck, look at just our buddies over at bulls on tap. Mm -hmm. They got to talk about Lonzo ball, DeMar DeRozan, like
3: elmer like caruso yeah elmer fudd
0: uh, (laughs) yo like they but that's exciting you know that's in that was in 36 hours Mm -hmm. not even excuse me that was in i think that was a hair over 24 hours so yeah Yeah. 36 hours 24 to 36 hours somewhere in between that but like that doesn't happen in baseball you know And, and and again i think if a lot of it too is the game isn't making as much money because it's quote unquote kind of losing relevance in the grand scheme of the major sports. You know, there's a lot less younger fans yeah. coming in and you can kind of see them like wanting to push their, you know, star players like Tatis and all of them, but like not doing it well. And it's like, so you guys just suck at what you're doing. And like, and then it makes more sense why they bring in a guy like Theo Epstein in the front office. It's like, bro, what are we doing wrong? Like, mm-hmm. cause he, again, like you guys say, he's probably one of the best baseball minds to exist you know, in the history of this world and he it on the or yeah. You know, and like they, need a, they need to, they need to, they need to fix the game because there's a lot of elements of baseball, even in the off season stuff that people eat up and, and that gives us a plenty to talk about here. It comes on tap and, and just in general with your buddies and whatnot. But like when that's not that excitement's not there, like I I think it kind of almost loses relevance in a way of like their free agency period being a thing. Cause it's just like, mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. It's free agency, but, like, the Cubs are still going to be signing dudes in January. Like, well, you, I don't you, care.
2: I feel like you can look at all the Chris Bryant. Like, how many times did we see Chris – expect Chris Bryant to go this weekend? You know, shit like that. Where, like, the trade how deadline. Do you, how do you – Sorry, what, Joe. I meant, like, you know, in the offseason and stuff. Like, how do you yeah. – at what point do you – like, that shit means nothing. Chris Bryant didn't go for three years, two or two, three years, whatever. The, it was. Like, you see all that stuff. It's like, okay, whatever. I'll, like, Call me when it actually happens, right? And you see, like, the, for basketball, especially, like you see, Lonzo Ball is linked to the Bulls for how like two, three months at this point. Free agency hits, he's there. You know, like, there's that immediate payoff. There is no immediate payoff in MLB free agency because mm-hmm. they're like they're just like none of this shit happens immediately. Like you're you're waiting forever, and I feel like at some point there's got to be some like correction. I mean, yeah. like you saw, like uh, Arietta when he signed with the Phillies, like he didn't sign until super late, right? It was into spring training, right? Yeah, yeah I think. You so. Darvish signed uh, really late too. Kimbrell and Keichel in 2019,
3: yeah, didn't even sign till like the middle of the what, summer. What right. I was gonna say is they need free agency to be like what the trade deadline was on Friday, without all the pain that we endured. But you know what I mean? Yes. Like they, you know, they like Jeff Passan and Ken Rosenthal were just tweeting. They, it was like they were they basically they weren't even on their phones. They're on their fucking MacBooks, probably just tweeting the shit out because they were just getting all their shit, you know, all at once. You know, what do I mean? you, like, do you
1: guys think that that was a product of the pandemic and a lot of one year deals, and that's like a flash in the pan thing, or do you think mm-hmm. that that's like an actual because there is no wa- second waiver trade that they're all just going to be more, but I. I just I think that it was a perfect storm of a lot of one year deals a lot of a lot of sellers and a few amount of like think about how many teams actually like dipped their foot and spent like prospect like huge prospect leverage yeah, to like get better you know like to get better this year thinking like I think the White Sox are a great example Like they went out there and and filled all their gaps because I think a lot of them are thinking, I don't know if there's going to be a lockout next year. I may have to win it now because then you're just one more year down the line of having to pay that core again. You know, that's the – I mean, in a lot of ways too, we talked about how much this messed up the Cubs. The Cubs realistically lost a whole year of their core too because they only played 60 games last year. So I think – I think it's interesting to like look at like what happened for the trade deadline and like free agency. And it's interesting to think like are one year deals just a short term thing because players are gonna start to bet on themselves more to get paid out for that longer contract, or was it just a matter of the whole situation that was around our country for the last year and a matter of less money to play with because of that? I, I
2: don't think know, it's that's- just interesting. I mean, like you said, the player, I think obviously it depends on the players, but you see, like, sure. I know Trevor Bauer, piece of shit, but he's on a three, uh, two year deal, right? Mm-hmm. Where, I think it has an option for a third year, though. Crap ton of money, you know, but he, like, it's, he's betting on it. Like, he, he cashed yeah. in. He cashed in. And he's, again, I mean, he's, instead of signing a massive deal, like a Garrett Cole type of deal that has some length to it, he goes, let me cash in immediately. And if I play well, I'll cash in again. If I don't, I already cashed in. You know, I mean, that, you know, a lot of it depends on the players. You know, it's sure. not everybody can just depend. They come off of a Cy Young year, but right. like do, do is that maybe a trend? Uh, well, who knows? Let's let's link
0: it. Let's link it real quick to another sport, right? And just how, I mean, this was kind of a one off at the time, but like it still supplements the idea of like, look at the year that the blackhawks had the shortened season they won the stanley cup brian bickle was electric and that's a large reason why he got the deal that he got from the blackhawks he got a four year four million dollar per year deal which at that time i know to most people that watch the other big sports are like wow that's like no money at all in hockey at that time it was actually significant money to pay a guy that literally had like not scored more than nine goals in a regular season so like it was a big deal at that time and it didn't pay off. You know what I mean? But he got that, you know, that big payday because he had that shortened season. So, like, kind of to your point about power and, like, but at the same time, do we see more of these guys say, hey, look, you know, yeah, the long-term security is cool, but, like, if I can cash in, like you said, if I can cash in huge three years, four years, look at the NBA, right? No contract exceeds four years, I don't think, anymore in the NBA. Like, you can move around and bop around, and, like, do we start to see that in baseball? Do we see super teams in baseball? I mean, like, there's 18 different little rabbit holes we can go down just off of this point, too, of, like, it's going to be really interesting. And I think the CBA, again, is going to dictate a lot of, like, what is the trend of how players sign contracts and how teams spend money? Absolutely.
2: I mean, you, don't, you also don't know, like, the effect on eventually when the DH joins the NL. I mean, that's going to spread, spread it out a little bit. Right. Yeah, I'll just say
0: Nelson Cruz isn't limited to 15 teams a year to mm-hmm. sign with. It like, would be awesome if he played
1: on each 15, though. Yeah. Oh, like imagine like each he's night. Pro- he's probably getting there. Just fly him around for a bet. I mean, I know Elon I, Musk is talking about like. You. I mean,
2: in my mind, you know, I some, a couple of my best friends are they're uh, Rangers fans. There's like that stink of misplaying that ball in right field. Where David Priest hit that triple. That's never gonna Ooh, escape my every. Anytime I hear Nelson Cruz, that's yeah. It's like one. Why was he in the field still? But two. What the fuck was he doing? <laughs> <But>
0: that's irrelevant. <laughs> At least yeah, he I would mean, have played it right, hell, he's already <laughs> Cardinals. He's, al- he's already on his fifteen. Hey, don't forget that he did play a whopping eight games in the NL in his career. Fun fact: with the with Milwaukee who? Brewers in two thousand. Really?
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. oh, yeah, he did. Yeah.
0: yeah. God, could you imagine if we had to deal with him in the fucking NL Central for 10 years when he was like a Ranger Marlin, at that the time? Marlin, of the
2: Marlins life? fucked up the NL Central for a little bit there. Uh, Giving up yeah. fucking Gellich and Marcelo Zuno for fucking bag of balls.
1: Yeah, Derek Jeter uh, specifically.
2: <laughs> yeah, how's Lewis Princeton doing these days? Frickin Actually, Frickin I think he just walked sucks. in a
0: run the other night. Fun fact.
3: Oh, apparently Louis he doesn't. No.
0: I saw I saw a very cryptic tweet from a friend of the program. The Lewis program. Brinson part of the pod. Yeah, it was like <laughs> the first – it was all four of the guys that sco- – or like three of the guys that like got on in the first inning. Three of the four were like from that yellage trade. And so he like joked it. was like, oh, Miami has finally won the Yellage trade. <laughs> so, I'm sorry.
3: Miami
1: that's, that's has finally won the trade.
3: They did trade. it. They did it. Lewis <laughs> Brinson like, did a good thing.
1: You guys like believe in aliens? Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: boy. I don't know. I don't know if there's enough. Oh, yeah, and Dope Redbeard helping me out here. Brinson hit a grand slam in the first inning. Woo, woo. That's what it was. It was a grand slam, <laughs> not a walk. We don't want to go
1: down like good things happening
0: for the Miami. No one. aliens or no, not tonight. Uh, we are at the hey, on top to the moon,
1: Mark. Yeah, and that's true. We'll yeah, figure see, that out when we get there. Aliens there.
0: Um, do do we want to talk about tomorrow's game at all? <sighs> No, no, someone's
1: cares. playing someone. Someone's pitching. Yeah. Well, there Mills. So Mills. Everybody knows,
0: yeah. It's Alec Mills. On the there mound. we go. It's an, it's a, another weird 7:40 first pitch. And John Gray is the other pitcher. That's I've, I've,
2: the I've, I've, I I feel like the last, however many shows I've been, I have been preceding Alec Mills start. And I'll, I'll say it. Like I've said it three, the last three times I was on the show with you. Right. All three times. Right. Keep an eye <laughs> on Alec Mills. Like he's, he's here. <laughs> You know, I know, I know. He's what here. He, he's still he, breathing. Like, he's not. I mean, he's it's not gold. going anywhere. Is, is my is my point? Yeah. yeah. So keep like keep an eye on him, like you're going to keep an eye on Justin Steele and Keegan Thompson, obviously it's, uh, with a different lens. But tweet know, out but that still. damn
3: picture. I always tweet out of Alec Mills. and yeah. That will describe <laughs> everything about the 2021 Cup. Like <laughs> yeah. what he's like. He's deadline. like. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yes. that literally describes the 2021 cubs just video. like what is going on here what is <laughs> happening he's just like what <laughs> oh. he's oh, probably God. wondering are aliens
0: real juice that's probably what he is
2: hey look if anybody perhaps. still got a cubs game on <laughs> 15 years or well, 15 oh, years matt ahead of the martin. date matt martin mlp record with four doubles against the <laughs> court <Quartin'>
3: matt martin <laughs> oh cubs legend cubs, cubs legend, legend. Was he like a player coach for a while and like he was, I remember was. He like almost he, he was trying to make a comeback like yeah, like 2014, 2015, but he just never got the call up. Yeah, but that's what's what Junior was. like up to these days? Yeah, Parking once he cars. hit that home He's run, run and, and, and <laughs> celebrated going around the bases, man, his career was done. So Joe Madden made sure of it.
1: <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Good old squirting Matt Martin.
3: Before we get out of here, because I know Ron wants to wrap this up, I just want to say that in regards to the comments on the radio, and I feel like we've all kind of said it, but just like my two cents is that, like my full on two cents is that, like, Anthony Rizzo, no matter what side you're on, whether you liked him or I mean, we all liked him, but if you're on his side or the front office side, I think what he said on the radio just kind of sums up just how the organization, you know, is being run right now. Like for him to say that, you know, he, you know, why? Like basically saying, like, why is Jed acting like, you know, this or that about a breakup or whatever? Like may, acting like it is a breakup and stuff like that. I, I don't know. It just hit me in the it hit me in the heart a little bit today because it's like this is the guy that like has man, like been the face of the organization for the last decade, and whether he comes back or not, and right after those comments, it makes you feel like he's not. Like it's just not right and i just hope that the ricketts and jed and all of them learn from this this is a really shitty era of baseball to like for them to have to go through learning this but like i don't know like this just cannot happen with like the next like the next crew mm-hmm. it just because fans are going to talk about this like if especially if they do not resign rizzo especially like i people will be talking about not only the deadline but then the radio interviews for a long time, especially if the Cubs go on to suck for like the next five years and like some prospects don't work out. And then you're, then you're getting the vibe of like Jerry Krause and uh, Jerry Reinsdorf, not bringing Jordan and Pippen back when they wanted to rebuild, you know, after the last dance and they really, really, really fucking sucked for like five years after that. So the Jed better be fucking right on these guys that are coming up and, right on whoever's f- he's going to get in for agency because if i you know if a guy like anthony rizzo saying what he's saying today it sucks and it's just not right no matter what side you're on like it just sucks so like i said i'm, I'm choosing to just kind of be kind of neutral on it i feel like there's just there's faults on both sides and it still to me points back to tom ricketts just not allowing the departments that he's under or that are under him to do their jobs um, the, and at, at the best of their abilities, but at the same time, there are there's faults on the players and Jed and Theo. But yeah, so I just want to get out though, get that out there. If anyone has wants to make any comments on it, real, before we get out of here. But
0: yeah, yeah. no, I think you sum it up really well too. It just in the essence of like, the the magnifying glass is really on this front office and this ownership team now. To a first off, open the pocketbook at least somewhat like you mentioned earlier and be, you know, hit on some of these guys, whether it is those guys you go spend money on or these guys that you draft because, you know, after the way everything ended, you know, with just these guys feeling disrespected by the organization, more or less, at least in the fans eyes, like you got it. You got to like, you got to do something to get it right. Cause otherwise it's going to already look bad to the the players, right? Like even the guys that are replacing them, like that is going to be something they think about. If guys want to come and sign in Chicago, they're going to be like, well, am I going to get paid? Am I going to get disrespected? Like, you know, it it might not happen to everybody. There might be a lot of guys that are like, hell yeah, I want to go play for the Chicago Cubs. You get it every year. It happens. But there also might be guys that are like, huh, do I, do I, and That's gonna be a lot of pressure, I think, on Jed in this front office or in this ownership group of just like, hey, you guys gotta gotta make sure, like like you said, learn your lesson and and do this right because otherwise it's it could get really ugly for a really long time if they do pull a lot of the wrong strings.
3: Yeah, yeah, you you summed it up perfectly, man. It's just, you know, get the organization back in the right foot, man, because it just like everything that's going on, like it's not even just like our fan base seeing this, but like every other fan base and every other organization is seeing this and they're hearing what everyone, like what the players are saying Mm -hmm. and Jed's telling people who, whatever he's saying. And then you got two different stories. It's just spreading, basically just spreading like just negativity around and it's not looking good on your organization. You know, Mm -hmm. and we were fed when Tom Ricketts came in that, you know, we were going to be different, that we were going to be, you know, a top tier organization and that we were going to be not the lovable losers. Mm -hmm. And the way that you're running things is just, Suggests, suggests good. otherwise. Yeah, he suggests otherwise, and it's just painful cool to we me. Gotta give him, we gotta
2: give—we gotta give him a chance to, 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 you know, earn it back, earn our trust back a little bit. So I, I think we—I think all of us here, you know, as much as we're down right now, we're—I mean, we're all willing. Especially if he's going to open up the pocketbook, we're willing to give him that chance. But that I mean—that's you know where he signs his name. You know, what's that dollar amount next to where he signs his name? Like that's going to tell a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. It's gonna be wild, man. There's a lot of a lot of crazy shit that's gonna happen these next six to eight months uh, before we you know kind of ramp up the 2022 Cubs season. I mean, it's it's gonna be a lot of a lot of juicy stuff for us to talk about here at Cubs on Tap. Uh, But gentlemen, any any other final thoughts before we uh, go ahead and wrap tonight up?
1: Aliens, (laughs) (laughs) are they Uh... real?
3: Build the John, John Janeswini Fargus Jack.
1: statue.
3: Janeswini Fargus. Fargus.
1: Get it right.
3: Build the statue Janesh, of Janeshwi. that guy. Janeswini Fargus. Janeshwi Fargus. Janeshwi Fargus. <laughs> build the statue. Fart That's guess. what I want. That's the my statue. final thoughts. Fart I guess. like
0: it. I like it. I like it. Well, do you want to remind everybody, guys? Fargus.
1: Fargus. I do want to remind everybody. <laughs> Fart, yes. Fart, Fart, yes. I Goodbye, remind
0: everybody. Goodbye, Juice. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a moment on the podcast! Like, yeah, oh, we're gonna check out aliens, fart gas. Good night. That's juice for everybody. Um, do want to remind everybody really quick? Cubs on tap is the official Cubs podcast of the On Tap Sports Network. Go ahead and check out all of our great work over at www.ontapsportsnet.com and at On Tap Sportsnet on social media to follow the pod specific accounts at Cubbies On Tap, C-U-B-B-I-E-S, um, Twitter and Instagram. I am at Loose On Tap. Cody is at Cody On Tap. Joe is at Joe Maris on Twitter. Juice was at Juice On Tap before he left. Um, the Riot Three Twenty Six, Marty Laval, and all, the, all of our other great contributors here uh, that do Cubs stuff for us here at On Tap Sportsnet, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, all very busy. Check in on all of our other stuff as well. And yes, Cubs fans, all friend, all of us have White Sox friends. The Sox On Tap guys do a great job as well. Go ahead and bring them over to us too. So www.ontapsportsnet.com at On Tap Sportsnet on social media, the On Tap Sports Network. Go ahead and check out what's on tap in Chicago sports. Well, gentlemen. Um, quite the loaded episode Um, so loaded that Juice ended up leaving and um, I mean what do you say without further ado let's get out of here the only one we know how
2: go go Go